What's going on, everybody? It's Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, back on the set. Back on the scene with a gangster lean. For just for a minute, just for a minute, just for a minute. Because I'm up, I got time to get a little something going on. Shout out to everybody. I'm not on Instagram to the podcast, I'm talking to the podcast and to Instagram, I'm rarely on Instagram unless I'm breezing through looking at stuff, I told everybody before, I'm on, you can catch me on younow.com instead of instagram.com, I'll be on younow.com, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm rarely on there, as I'm not on there on a consistent basis, but you'll know when I'm on there. Definitely will know. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Even though this is pre-recorded, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Instagram, um, the future followers, and everybody that's in there. April Marie four one two. Um, I haven't spoken to Instagram about certain situations yet. I haven't spoken to my podcast, The World, on certain situations yet. You know, I want to get into this Kobe Bryant situation. Never too late to talk about the, the legendary Kobe Bryant. Um, it's going to be interesting what they're going to do in L.A. for him in the, next couple, in the upcoming week. I know they have something on Monday. I would love to be there. I would love to be in L.A. for that day. I know they're going to have something coming up in Philly. Lower Marion. I would love to be there. But we're going to talk about this Kobe Bryant situation. Um, He's flying in this helicopter. We're going to jump right into it. Kobe is in this helicopter. He's coming from a, a situation. He's going to his daughter's practice or the game or whatever. And they're in the helicopter, bad weather, and boom, you know, a tragic situation. A very tragic situation had happened. Um, we lost somebody that was like the, the a basketball god. At the age he was at, he was very young man. wasn't even wasn't even wasn't wasn't nowhere near old. When Kobe when Kobe died, it immediately hit. It immediately hit. It was like a it was like almost like a ripple effect almost. Like when you go to a baseball game and they get up and they do the wave, it was almost like a wave reaction. Like a boom, like a like when you break dance that little thing, that pop, it was like that. It kinda it really hurt. To see a legend go down like that, so tragic, with his child and other people that were on that plane, it was like, you know, it was it was almost like, it was almost like man, like when you see something like that, it's like, it's like what can you say, you know? So this guy's a legend in basketball. Um, we haven't seen nothing like this since um, I'd say. Roberto Clemente or something. 
This is big. And to everybody out there in the podcast world that doesn't know who Roberto Clemente was, he was a baseball player from the Dominican Republic for the, oh, wherever he was from, Cuba, Dominican Republic, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And he died tragically. So this Kobe Bryant situation, it really hurt. It really hurt. It hurt basketball players around the world. You know, the way he goes out, you expect a guy like that to to be around for years. I'm talking about Bill Russell type type legendary. Even though he had the Bill Russell ring, this guy was was legendary. This is Kobe Bryant we talking about. This is Kobe Bryant. You know, um, we we will never we won't get to see his daughter just jump out there and hit him with that shimmy and then boom the fade. We won't get a chance to see that, and we'll get to. And the only thing we can see from Kobe is those memories. Jab step, the jab step, again the jab step, three jab step, pump fake, pump fake, spin, fade. We're not going to see that right now, and that kind of hurts. Being as though I'm a Laker fan, Excuse me, everybody. Excuse me on the podcast. Being as though that I'm a Laker fan, it really, really, really hurt. Because we we are Laker fans. We love the Lakers. We love our team. These players, they mean the world to us. You know, they mean the world to us. So that hit L.A. hard. You know it hit us hard. It hit us so hard. You know, and when we have to see something like that, it's almost like our look like our younger brother, or for some older men, like grown men, like they son or something like that. Women, it's like they son, like, like they brother. Some girls was just like going crazy because you know people love basketball and they wear that Laker jersey and they rock that over there in, in Cali, in L.A. on the West Coast. That's like a part of nature out there. A Kobe Bryant jersey and a lowrider. You know that's like it's like legendary. So you know when it when when he passed. I mean, like still I can't even get the words out that will that will represent what I want to say. Like it's like you know, even though he wasn't playing no more, it still meant a lot to us. Meant a lot. Grown men crying, tears, Ugh. really crying. You know, so it's like, dang. And I feel so sorry for that. I, I mean, I feel so, you know, just so bad for his wife, Vanessa. All that she's been through. You know, all that she's going through now. Um, she got these daughters that she's raising. And, um, and a newborn. 
And she has to do this like, you know, I'm not going to say she's doing it by herself because that's obviously not going to be the case. But she's she doesn't have her husband with her anymore. And I, and I believe that that's going to hurt those kids because this guy was a father. He wasn't like one of them guys that was out wilding out. He was around. He was in their lives. He was in their lives. He meant a lot to that lady. You know, and, and um, the kids have to grow up without their dad. I mean, I'm pretty sure they, you know, they seen, they know, they, 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 they're gonna see, they're gonna hear how much of a, how much of a dog he was on the court, how much of a, how much of a wild animal he was out there, 81 points. I mean, come on, 19 away from 100. I mean, this guy right here was the problem. The basketball world is just like really sick. And how about, you know, you know, I got to touch on the fact that Gail King had made the situ the statement to Lisa Leslie. You know, that was like wrong, and it's gonna be swept under the rug, obviously. They're going to sweep. They, she said what she said. It took people's attention off the fact that all this other stuff was going on. And it made, it was almost like it was a, a distraction by the media. Do you understand? Do you people out there understand in podcast world? It was a distraction from the media almost. To get us to derail us off of off of stuff that was going on, like politics, this stuff almost it's like this shit stopped time. It made us focus on that one top that one piece of content. It made us focus on that one piece of content. You heard what Gail said? Gail ain't shit. Gail is this. Gail that. Snoop Dogg did this. Snoop Dogg did that. It was like they, like the media is very powerful when it comes to stuff like this. They can take you away from reality and put you here in their reality. So when this whole Gail King thing came, I mean, I didn't even trip one bit. Excuse me, Instagram is getting an incoming call. I had to pause. The show was on pause. But I didn't even trip when I heard this lady Gail King say that. I, I, didn't, I didn't say I said, oh, what I did say is, damn, it had to be her to say it. You know, I just said, like, you would expect somebody else to say that you don't expect Gail to say that not Oprah friend you know and they say it comes from our color and black people are our worst enemy yeah that's that's that sounds about right that sounds about right but right here this wasn't this I don't believe this any this is you know Gail had the power to stop this she knew you know she definitely wasn't freestyling. And 
she knew what she wanted to say. She read this. She previously read this interview. You don't just go into an interview. You're, she's a professional, first of all. You don't go into an interview and say, all right, let's just wing it. She didn't just wing it. She knew what she wanted to say. Now, the fact that she tried to make a make see make the station the network be the escape the take the blame for it is wrong because gail you knew it you read this and you seen it so if they wanted to edit this edit it and do whatever they had to do they did it you know so you can't blame the you can't blame the media the network you work for for making your statement to lisa leslie go worldwide viral and just blow up because you knew it you knew that you were going to say that Gail you knew you were going to say that you know it's it's a fact that that word that those words were coming out of your mouth you didn't look at the paper and say you know what I'm going to put a, a red marker through this because I'm not going to say that you read it and you probably said oh okay I got to say that and then you said it so, yeah, you were wrong, and Snoop didn't really have to apologize to her. Let's just be clear. I don't feel as though he needed to apologize. He apologized because I guess, you know, he felt bad. His mom told him to do it. But listen, let me, let's, 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 let's be real here. He didn't have to apologize because it wasn't nothing for him to apologize for. You know, it wasn't nothing for him to apologize for. Snoop ain't have to say sorry. Snoop ain't have to say, oh, we bad. You know what I mean? He didn't have to go into all that. All he had to do was say what he said and left it alone. He didn't have to go do no interviews and justify what he said. He didn't have to do none of that. Say what you say and walk away. That's it. She knew she was wrong. She knew she was wrong. She had no business saying what she said, and she knows that what she knows what type of impact this would have had on the world. So she was a part of this, and like I said, it was it was meant to draw us in and focus on that little tiny content. When this world, I mean, it's people dying. There's people hungry. There's people killing. There's people going away for the wrong reasons. There's, there's people suffering. Need I go on? And we as people, we fell, we fell for that. We fell for that. Because we were, so, we were too oversensitive of the subject. When we didn't just look at it and break it down and say, nah, you know what? Fuck that. That chick is tripping. Or how about we would have did this? Surround CBS and sing Gail Must Go. You know? See, it, it's so many things we could have done but we were distracted. We were blindsided. We were blindsided. And then you wake up, you hear all the reactions. I'm not concerned with the reactions. I'm concerned with who didn't react.
I'm concerned with who didn't react to the situation. Who didn't say anything? Who left it alone? Who justified what Gail said? I'm only interested in that. I'm not interested in who responded to Gail. I'm only interested in what was said by the... what. Why wasn't anything said, excuse me, by certain individuals? You know, on a celebrity status. You got plenty of them. You got plenty of them out there. None of them said anything. None of them, it seemed like they all were like with it. I mean, come on. What if this was, what if this was to happen to one of your family members? Or somebody you know. You know she was wrong for that. And Snoop didn't have to apologize, like I said. I didn't see any reason for him to apologize. He he called her a B. He said people are going to come get her, come for her. Well, what he didn't mean was, and I know he didn't mean this, he didn't mean people were going to come for her and beat her up. He meant people were going to come for you like how they coming for her on social media. It's just over, it's just a bunch of overreaction for no reason. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. In transition, moving right along. This guy, I think, uh, what it was, Chris Paul, he said he was responsible for the All-Star game format. And Instagram, excuse me, if I look like I'm pausing or like I'm... I'm stuck on something. It's because I'm reading. I'm reading notes that I took down. So, um, this guy, he's, he's responsible. That's the most, that's the dumbest format I've ever seen in my life. You know, for them to, you know, people bet on that game. They bet on the All-Star game. So, it almost was like it was fixed. You know, it's almost like it was rigged. But it was, I don't know if it would, would it, I mean, you know, I don't know. Who am I to? I wasn't there. I was at home watching it. So you got... They have to make 24 points to end the game. They have to play the basketball game at a um, street ball format in the fourth quarter. The clock goes off, and they have to... And they have a target score that they have to reach. So they have to score 24 points. No clock. Just balling. No time. No no, no um, commercial timeouts and none of that. They play straight through now the Bulls is balling and stuff, and LeBron's team needs a free throw to win the game. Anthony Davis misses. Anthony Davis makes the second. Game over. Um, Kawhi Leonard at the MVP. I I don't agree with that format. I really don't. I really don't. I just play regular basketball. Four quarters of ball. Four quarters of ball. East versus West. Not LeBron versus Adepinko. East versus East versus West. Let's keep the tradition going to where it should be. 
You know, we don't want to see, we don't want to see mixed teams and the best team over here. And we want East versus West. Or how about this? I'll tell you this one thing, like they do with the rookies, World versus USA. World versus USA would be more would be more entertaining than anything. Cause you got some of these guys are some of the best of the best too now. And I honestly think they would beat the US, the, the, the United States. If the world all-stars came together and played against the US, LeBron, Kawhi, whoever they're gonna have, Damian Lillard. You know, these world athletes, will consi- which, which might consist of Ben Simmons, Embiid, Dragic, all these guys, I'm pretty sure that the world would beat the United States in basketball. In basketball. Because they, the talent is there. The talent is right there. It's right there. It's there. You know, what makes people overlook them is they're from overseas. And some people don't watch that international basketball. A lot of people just don't like it. They don't like the, the style of play. Because everybody is not Dirk Nowitzki over there. Some of these guys really can't play you know but they're on a professional team but they really can't play you know and it's just like it's just like um they got one like a pick of a litter type thing they got one guy one superstar on each team and you know so that makes that that makes it look like it's such a, a untalented sport over there but you got one talented guy on each team, and they play against all these other teams. So when they when they in the NBA, it makes it look like there's not a lot of them over there. But you got these guys are these guys are good. These guys are good. Victor Oladipo, he's from Africa. Got a few of them that are very good. High flyers. You know, you got guys like Nene. Nene Hilario. You got Duke, Dirk Nowitzki. He's retired, but still, you got Dirk Nowitzki. You got a lot of them. You got a lot of them. You got a bunch of them. Ben Simmons, like I said, to name a few. There's some skilled players out there that, that can ball. That can really hoop. So I think the all-star format should be world versus United States. Like, let's make it interesting. Let's ball. Let's let's see what the where the skills is at. Let's make it do what it do. Thank you everybody for tuning in. This was a special edition of New Wave Podcasts. Special edition. This was mainly for my Instagram users. It's not for my Apple iCloud, my Apple Music people, my Google Music, all my um Spotify people. This wasn't for them. 
This is for my unloyal listeners. You know, my Instagram listeners are not like my loyal listeners because I got my loyal fan base and I got my unloyal fan base. My loyal fan base, I can look at the statistics and see who's watching and I get the comments and know who's watching and who's listening and who's doing what. But my Instagram viewers, this was mainly for them so they could know that I'm here and I'm broadcasting. Um, I might be on you now where my fan base is way bigger. My live fan base is way bigger on you now. You know, I get the comments. I get the, the subscribers. I see all of that. And um, and the podcast where you can listen to it on your, on your ear pods, earbuds or whatever. So um, shout me out on there. Instagram, catch me on you now. Into the podcast, if you guys want to catch me on you now, you guys already know the link is in the podcast. You can check me out. You can tune in. You can kick it. You can make some make some music or something. You know, put put, put a playlist on. Holla at me. I got the clothing line popping. Original clothing, as you guys can see. It's all original. It's all original. That's all mine. You can catch that on my Instagram original. Spelled backwards. Shout out to everybody that tuned in, that's going to tune in. This is um, pre-recorded. And um, everybody have a great day. Peace.